Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale. Welcome to the Deep Dive Sunday recap here. Uh, look ahead lines, I'm sorry, not look ahead lines, the actual lines that you can go place hard-earned money on for week three are popping all over. So let's get this going. Andy, how you doing this Sunday? I'm pretty good. If it weren't for the Eagles, they can let me down. But once Oof, again, did they ever? Teasers, teasers are coming through in spades. Yeah, wow, oh, you got a, a great read on your teaser action right now. Uh, what else did you have today? Anything, any particularly uh, strong plays? Something that you oh, thought like Chargers, Chargers, Chargers team totals until further notice. Apparently, it's funny they only scored once more after they went over it, but they went over it in the first half. And I mean, they pretty much, they called the dogs out from the second, apparently almost too much. The bills got back into the game. If if you were holding a seven and a half, eight, it got a little dicey there. They still did cash for people. Um, that was it for today. I'm thinking about tailing some people on the, on the giants under, but uh, just for a little bit for some Friday night action. Nice. Friday okay. night. What, what night is it? Sunday Saturday, night. Saturday, yeah, Sunday? Sunday. Yeah, yeah. You know what I meant. So most impressive performance today out of the likes of, uh, you know, actually, first of all, it should be interesting to note, your two uh, Super Bowl teams from last year uh, got routined today uh, by the likes of uh, Fitzmagic and Blake Bortles. Uh, is this, what's the standout performance for you today? Do you go Fitzmagic and Bortles or do you go... Mahomes, uh, is there someone else? Todd Gurley, who's who's really clicking? Who's who's uh, who's the hot hand in the NFL right now? Is it is it Bortles? I don't know. It looked like playoff Bortles. He he looked great. He he's got some weapons. Like uh, that Cole guy. I don't I don't know a ton about him. I didn't bet a lot of Jaguars last year. I, I didn't believe in him last year and. I didn't want to get in front of that train, so I mostly left those games around alone. But uh, Jesus, making the and let's go back to last year real quick. The Patriots' defense, the first four games, looked pretty awful, and things got better from there. But uh, Chung's hurt. It's it's kind of sketchy if you're a Patriots fan right now. I I said to some people, I'd like to see what their price is to win the AFC. They're still good. They're getting Edelman back. The defense will figure it out. They always do somehow. I don't know. I think the weirdest one was how I felt. I feel like a Browns fan. I'll take that tie as a Vikings fan. Fuck it. <sighs> At Lambeau. I mean, and not only we get it, but we don't lose. At Lambeau, which I guess is this is better than losing, apparently, maybe in the standings. Who knows? But also, we're going to get a new kicker. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that always kid, fun. That kid so, can kick rocks. Yeah, seriously, that was rough. Rough, uh, rough overtime period there for your for your new uh, new drafted kicker, um, kid out of Auburn. Uh, I definitely thought he had a little more intestinal fortitude than he showed today. Um, you got uh, you got an interesting result there. I thought uh, if it almost feels like if you back Green Bay. Uh, to win, or if you backed Minnesota to win, you should be like you know, that you have equally you can gripe equally there. I feel like uh, Green Bay definitely had the wind salt, salted away with that interception that gets called back because of a pretty questionable penalty on uh, Clay Matthews. Uh, and then uh, 
they, they absolutely were in position to put that thing away at the end of overtime for Minnesota. And the fact that they come away with the tie instead of a win has to sting a little bit, right? Yeah, no, that, and if you took minus a minus number on either team, sorry. And it, honestly, if you took pick them, if you got like a pick them or a live pick them, what a weird feeling. Mm. Ties are, ties are still so weird to me. They, I'm going to short soapbox. There shouldn't be ties. Just make them play. <clears throat> we talked about the, the, how electric the shootouts were in the world cup this winter or winter this summer. I have everything all mixed up today. I don't know what day or season <laughs> it is, but the, the, the uh, shootouts shit was electric. People love that stuff. They should do that with the kickers, make them start with like extra points and move them back five yards every time. And then they can make one of them feel pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so it was a, uh, it was a, it was a tough, tough day for me. My two sides that I was super fired up about in Pittsburgh and Philly went down. Uh, I stayed away from a bunch of sides that I liked early, but didn't get the best of the numbers. So I just laid off of them. A lot of those came through. I was, uh, really jealous <laughs> of your, really jealous of your look on the chargers team total over. That was the, it was a great way to attack that game. Uh, no sweat there for you. Um, Scorigami in uh, Minnesota Green Bay. Never seen a twenty nine to twenty nine. Never been. Never in the had history it. of the NFL. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I love that account. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the Bills are the Bills are still bad, even with Josh Allen. We might uh, going into the late slates. The Cardinals are very bad. I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to matter. They have no outside receivers. I don't know if I'd put Josh Allen in. I'd, I'd let him. Josh Rosen. I cannot. Uh, I can. I can mix those guys up so much. Well, Josh Rosen, but yeah, uh, it sounds like they're probably going to stick with Bradford. But boy, what did they score last week? Three, six. It was a six, six and it was late. Six. They, they yeah. arguably could have gotten shut out last week. Uh, yeah, and they they got shut out today. Thirty-four nothing. It was and it wasn't be, even. Uh, it wasn't even. 34 nothing implies more competitiveness than there actually was in that game. Uh, that was an absolutely lopsided mess. Uh, Goff's thrown for 350 yards. Uh, this is crazy. Sam Bradford threw for 90. David Johnson looks like he, he's not going to get it done by himself. Um, it's a, this is a tough, tough situation here in Arizona. Their coaching staff looks over their skis. Uh, I, and uh, we see them open up. Um, they, they opened up the... Uh, Bears is four and a half point chalk on the road at Arizona this weekend, which is kind of crazy. But um, you know, it's a it's decent look there for Chicago, even them being on a short week because uh, the Chicago defense is good and Arizona's offense is uh, is an utter tire fire right now. Um, speaking yeah, of sure. tire fires, where are you going? The Pats with the tire fires. Uh, no, the Pats, I mean, the Pats defense isn't very good. We're seeing them play particularly not good today. Uh, they're in primetime next week playing against the Detroit Lions. They're seven-point favorites on the road. I'm probably going to back the Lions in that spot. Feels gross, but, you know, especially backing, you know, going against the Pats after a loss is pretty weak sauce. But uh, seven points is a hell of a lot to be uh, laying on the road, again, when your defense has – a severe lack of playmakers and you're going up against the Lions team. That's going to be desperate to finally punch, uh, get a W Lions looking at Oh, and two, their season's off to a, a horrific start. Uh, the cover today, uh, in miraculous fashion, but, uh, you know, that's going to be one hell of a, a hungry Oh, and two team there. Um, anyone else 
and two that especially surprised you? Well, I mean, they're not zero and two, but Pittsburgh hasn't won a game. Yeah, that's they crazy. Were like minus four hundred to win the division. Now it's kind of a weird logjam with the 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 Bengals riding high, I guess, which is super weird. But uh, I mean, Miami's ahead of the AFC East right now too. If the Patriots don't pull this some miraculous off in the last minute, so a lot of weird stuff. There, there's always going to be weird stuff like this early in the season. Uh, Tennessee winning a game today. Tennessee and Miami, I said that all week. I just didn't know what to make of them. It was such a goofy game to try to base anything off of with the six-hour game and whatnot. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Indy, Indy could be 2-0 and if things had shaken out a little differently last week. Uh, mm-hmm. Atlanta, Atlanta's offense looked good. Atlanta scored in the red zone like three or four times. Yeah, they, yeah. They seem yeah. to have figured that bugaboo out a little. And then uh, if- Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is 2-0. What uh, the hell? Yeah, we almost had a situation where Tampa Bay was 2-0 and uh, the Saints were 0-2 uh, with Tampa winning on the road at New Orleans and against the defending Super Bowl champs. Unfreaking believable Yeah, it's been sketchy for Survivor League people this week or this year already. Boy, if you, you might want to... I hope you just took the Saints this week, got them out of the way, so you don't ever have to deal with that shit again. Because they've been <laughs> yeah. they've been downright uh, sketch. Uh, I guess a safe play this week. Maybe I should do this. My hindsight is twenty twenty survivor pick of the week. Yeah. Definitely the Rams. My the God, Rams. That, easily that was, that was that was your pick. You should have gone with. There were yeah. a lot of close games, but. Uh, Oh, look at look not looking ahead, but yes, look not look aheads, but looking ahead. Week three lines. Yeah. So one one of the ones I want to talk about that pops right away here. Um, talk to me about Rams Chargers. That should be a really good game. We've seen we see we saw today both offenses did everything they needed to do. They were clicking. Uh you had uh you have the Rams now uh hosting this in the Coliseum, although not that it you know it doesn't matter one way or the other. There's only gonna be Rams fans there. Um, but, uh, yeah, they are, they are laying seven at home to the chargers. Uh, did you feel like the chargers picked up any momentum with their win in Buffalo today? Are they kind of back on the right track here now as a contender in the UFC? Well, the offense, I mean, the offense still looks good. It looks great, but, uh, they need to get some defensive players healthy and mostly Joey Bosa. It doesn't sound like that's going to be something that's going to happen. So, mm-hmm. uh, I don't it's probably a little high, but are you going to get in the way of the Rams right now? They are putting up points. I'd love to see what that total is going to be. Probably 50. 51-ish would be my yeah. guess. Yeah. And, and right, around, yeah right around there. It's going gonna, it's gonna to open and probably get that up. Um, I've been watching quite a bit of the Denver game, and I really think Baltimore is going to get that up. Baltimore minus five and a half right now. Little take extra that. rest, yep. Yep. little take that. at home. Yep, that's a line I'm going to be hitting as soon as I have it up. I, absolutely, absolutely. I'll probably it's be a- hitting it in Chicago. Chicago going to the desert, Arizona. Four and a half. That should be six. Yep, I don't agree I don't with you. Even even on short rest and traveling, Arizona doesn't look like they can do anything on offense. Khalil Mack might break. Sam Bradford and a half. Yeah. I'm yep. legitimately worried about his health. 
Yeah, it's not going to be good. Uh, can you tell me about uh, what you thought about uh, Carolina opening up as favorites to Cincinnati? Uh, we saw Cincinnati get extra. You know, we just talked about uh, Baltimore's going to have extra rest. Snap up that five and a half if you get it. Uh, we're talking about Cincinnati now as three-point dogs uh, on the road to Carolina. Where you're going to have a massive mismatch between the uh, Cincinnati D-line and the Carolina O-line. Uh, do you think uh, Do you think the Bengals get to 3-0? and Because I kind of want to back them at, at uh, this uh, uh, short road dogs here. Yeah, that's a tricky line. The, you know, McCaffrey looks good. He gets He's getting involved in the passing game, which is... Uh, if Carolina is going to be good, that's what they're going to have to do. He's... I hate to be like, oh, he's a receiver because he's a very good running back too, but he's such a good receiver. They need to use him like that if they want to be successful. And they put up some points today. That was a, that's still even missing the linebackers. There's a lot of tough pieces in Atlanta. And that wasn't a bad loss for them on the road. They almost got within the number. And uh, I, I don't know how I feel about Cam Newton if he's going to be uh, – the one was a cheap shot, but he still puts his body on the line at his age. It's a little scary if you're a Panthers fan, the way he runs still. I'd be I'd be finding more more sidelines and sliding more. And nothing he can do if you do slide and somebody just absolutely pops you in the head for no reason. That was dirty as shit. Made me laugh. But mm-hmm. I I don't know if I can back Carolina, but yeah, that's that is an odd opener for me because mm-hmm. do we do you know do we fully believe in Andy Dalton? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's a good question. He sure looked good on Thursday Night Football, but a lot of that was a banged up uh, Baltimore defense that uh, did not look particularly fresh or sharp. Um, God, man, I don't know. I really want to back Cincinnati in this spot here. I think they do go three now. Um, And uh, Denver looks like they're going to get this miraculous win when they just kick a go-ahead field goal. They did it. In this game against the Raiders. Makes me even half one. Um, what do you think of this opener with Atlanta versus New Orleans? Atlanta, we seen them. So they can score now. They got their red zone. Own issues with the Saints minus three at home. So basically, saying that uh, home field advantage aside, these two teams are equal. Uh, are you subscriber to the Saints? Just have a black cloud over there. Weeks one and two, and they're going to bounce back and be a threat in week three. Yeah. What was it's deep? I mean, the Browns have some really nice pieces, and I think they're they're starting to put a good defense together. But you need. Need to be Drooper, still have good receivers. Breeze seems to elevate everyone around him, and I'm checking it right now. They had three points when the fourth quarter started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, that's not the Saints team people know, and I think maybe that's kind of played into this line a little. Mm. Mm. <sighs> but boy, yeah, I don't, I mean, what. Well, What made Lens turn around next week? Based just based on the week number? Uh, uh, <laughs> I, just, uh, no. I, I think uh, I think that we've just yeah no I mean I, I think
realistically, I think we just, uh, they obviously like shadow of the Minneapolis miracle. I forgot um, what was that? They, they were tight now that they got a window under them. Uh, that was when uh, Stefan Diggs caught the, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. to end the game in the divisional round of the play. Oh, so you remember that? I, I am remembering uh, that now. It was pretty, it was pretty good, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I think I think with a win now, finally, uh, maybe the Saints play a little looser. Um, this is, you know, they, granted, you know, we talk about how Atlanta's made for their stadium, but, you know, Saints are in the same, exact same position. So I don't think there's a huge advantage just in terms of personnel, roster, who are you know, skilled position players who are going to be out on that field. Uh, but, you know, we've seen the Saints now put up two subpar performances. Uh, can they, are they going to do, you know, are, is it that at their core, their baseline that we're overrating them, or are they eventually going to perform to their mean expectation, which in this case, I think they get a win in Atlanta. That is the toughest. And I just, to go on a quick tangent, the toughest part of weeks three and four and five, I think are adjusting your expectations to reality. And determining what you've what you were wrong on. Being stubborn won't get you anywhere in sports betting, but also being too willing to listen to the media or the you know, whatever narratives there are out there on social media or in any sort of media you're taking in. If you if you like New Orleans to go to the Super Bowl, it, it's hard for you to wrap your head around this defense being pretty shitty right now and maybe the offense having some struggles too i mean a couple of those there's a couple teams like that like there's a people that were awful high on i'm trying to figure out for you know some of these teams i know i know quite a few people that were high on detroit i was kind of one of them i thought they could be uh an outside contender for the playoffs they're they're not looking like a team that's going to get it done i mean there there was you know pittsburgh's another one like are, are they actually are they actually good this year or is it just kind of a leftovers of a dynasty that's starting to fade out? You really got to start to get rid of your preconceived notions from it sucks. Cause you did all that research and the whole off season, you put all that stuff together and you made your predictions, you put your power numbers together and whatnot. And you, yeah. You, you don't need to throw it all out the window, but you really do need to start reevaluating. Like, is this team actually as good as I thought? Is this unit as good as I thought? You know, and keeping up on the injury suspensions and whatnot. And there's some major adjustments that need to be made in the next few weeks. And <clears throat> I can see some of these lines reflecting that Miami yeah, so is a, we deal? Miami's Miami's a four and a half point favorite versus Oakland. Unbelievable. Uh, you have Kansas city, uh, five point favorites in their home opener versus San Francisco. Any interest in fading Kansas City for the third straight week? <laughs> I got to ask myself that question because I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, Just take a San Francisco team total over and call it a day because that, that KC defense is still not good. Their offense oh, no, is just the, out of this world. It's like I said, he built a college offense. He built a Big 12 team. They have no discernible defense whatsoever, but you have to outscore them and good luck. Because and Mahomes, Mahomes deep ball. If you, I mean, if you throw enough deep balls and you got a bad defense, those are going to hit. But boy, like, and I'm not trying to take anything away from what Mahomes has done. But when you get that many yards after the catch on some of those short passes, and it's not just the, yeah. the players, it's the scheme. 
And a lot of it was it the Steelers. Is, it the is. Steelers defense is not good, especially across the middle. But boy, when when you can get explosive players the ball in space, it, it's gonna be a problem, especially <laughs> especially for the Steelers defense. There was 79 points scored in that one. So it's true, man. Okay, so I, mean, I guess the biggest story is if you're listening to this right now. Where is your wife, girlfriend, or significant other? Because chances are she's probably with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Did you see that player? <laughs> My God, Mr. Steal what Your Girl. Him. Holy <laughs> huge God. chains. Just double chain. Oh my oh, god. I'm that was still just, just cracking up every time. I got red zone on the other screen here, and he's he's doing his post uh post game press conference it's still killing me so so what do you think man is this basically is this prime opportunity now to fade tampa bay with him out out there doing this sort of sort of nonsense <laughs> you ever yeah, get a better chance to fade him uh, man did you see pittsburgh's defense oh i think yeah. tampa bay team what, what are we what are we lining that one at that one's got to be a 50 as far as uh, opener. 50 yeah there's sure. gonna be uh, i'll put it at 49 49 there's, I, I can I consider you know 49 50 51 I consider those the high end of openers and you're gonna see that in that game you're gonna see that in the Rams Chargers game and you might see it in the KC San Francisco game there's gonna be some big totals this week um God, even Vikings Buffalo yeah that man that one's gonna be that one's gonna be mid 40s just based on Buffalo's defense but um uh, I, I'm not going to go betting Pittsburgh to cover a game right now with the the way their defense is giving up yards. Okay, I think last week was last week was very hard to get a read on them too. Just uh, it was the weather; it was weathery. It's tough to grade a team who's playing in those kind of conditions, and I think they showed the the defense in the last couple of minutes that gave up what they did to the Browns, and then all sixty minutes versus the Chiefs. I think that's what you're going to get this year. Interesting. So, um, yeah, we were expecting to see this line open Pittsburgh minus four. They only adjusted at one point to Pittsburgh minus three. Uh, it's a sandwich spot for Pittsburgh because they got Baltimore coming up in week four. Uh, potentially, it would be a hot game probably, but it's a Monday nighter. Uh, so yeah. maybe the uh, maybe the weather's not a factor really at all. Um, interesting. We got uh, I got to ask you about uh, Indy. And uh, the Colts heading to Philadelphia. This is shaping up as one of the more interesting handicaps of the week. Philadelphia was an, a supreme disappointment today, especially on defense. There, uh, and then actually on on both sides of the ball, they did not take advantage whatsoever of a relatively soft defense from uh, from the Tampa Bay Bucks, and their defense did not make plays all game. Uh, they open up as seven point home favorites against Andrew Luck and the Colts. Um, this seems that seems like a heck of a lot of points for a Nick Foles led Philadelphia team. Uh, we've seen we saw Andrew Luck today uh, play very very strong football. And now in the in the elements, he kind of steps his game up a little bit when they're outdoors on the road. If you, I don't know what the deal is with that, but uh, almost makes me more interested in backing Luck on the road than at home. Uh, but here they are, seven-point dogs. Uh, are we going to see a return to normalcy here where Philadelphia is the cream of the crop and Indianapolis is the dregs of the league? Or is Andrew Luck going to make this a competitive game for the Colts? 
I liked a lot of what I saw out of the Colts offense. I I didn't love a lot of what I saw out of the Philadelphia defensive backfield. If you're going to go ahead and get shredded by this magic, you don't have a top defense right now. And their defensive line is still pretty good, very good. But, boy, Deshaun Jackson's like 500 years old. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what what kind of scheme they're running in the defensive backfield there. And it, it just didn't work. They gave up a shitload. And, and granted, it was hot and playing down in Florida on the road. But, I mean, Andrew Luck looks, even if his arm isn't all the way there, he's such a smart quarterback. I think that's too many points. If you give me seven, I would probably back the Colts on the road there. They've looked they've looked very decent, especially after what we saw out of Cincinnati. Cincinnati's no slouch, and like we've said over and over, they probably could have won that game. That feels like a that feels like a definite uh, road dog kind of backing for me. Interesting. Okay, so of these three teams, who do you ha- think is most likely to be three now next week uh, between uh, Tampa Bay, uh, <laughs> who is who is hosting Pittsburgh? Uh, I can't believe this, but sure enough, uh, you got, uh, Cincinnati short road dogs against Carolina. Are they going to be three and oh, uh, or, um, there was one other one that I thought was a pretty good one for this conversation. Uh, Miami, which of these three surprise teams goes three and oh, Cincinnati, Miami, or Tampa Bay? None of them. God damn it. I, I just want to say, I just want to say Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. They get it done. They pull Fitz Magic pulls off three wins against three of presumably the best teams in the league coming into the season. The only yeah, the only way they don't win that game, I think, is if the Steelers score like 42. Yeah, that's not crazy. That's that's crazy. That's uh that's really something. Um interesting. Uh any angle on uh fading the Jaguars this week. They're 2-0. They pull off an impressive win today against uh, Tom Brady and company. They exact some revenge for losing the AFC title game. They were aggressive in the fourth quarter when the Pats punted on fourth down. I can't say how much I love that. Yeah, right. Uh, do you think oh. they stumble? They have a letdown at all? Stumble a little bit after getting that revenge? We've got a couple totals popping at five dimes. Chiefs, just real quick off track. Chiefs, Niners. Uh, let me guess, 53. 54 and a half. Oh, my gosh. That's the opening that's a, line? That's a big oh My end. goodness gracious. Big old goodness. number that I dare you to take an under, listeners. I dare you. Um, <laughs> Jags. So I, I'm not seeing the line on the Jags. What do we have there? Uh, it's probably going to be relatively short. I'm not seeing one yet either, but I'm looking for like a Jags minus three and a half-ish probably. Hosting the Titans. Yeah, that seems fair. And I don't think the Titans did all that much to impress me this this week either. That was just a terribly ugly game that both teams probably deserve to lose. Uh, If the coaching is going to play like that, and honestly, they're better without Fournette. It's stupid. Like, there's stats to back that up. But if if that's how the coaching is going to play throughout the game and Hackett's going to – have the beautiful game scripts at the beginning and then stay stay aggressive throughout the whole game. I don't want to get in the way of the Jaguars right now. They're they're a very tough team. They're tough to score on. Tom Brady they did are. it, but 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. This is this is not Tom Brady they're going to be playing. Mm. It, it might not even be Marcus Mariota. Interesting. You like an underlook in this one, maybe? Oh, uh, what do you? How's your feelings on Jaguars unders? Uh, well, not great right now. They screwed me today. Uh, but uh, other than today, I feel fine about them. There's that defense is legit. Uh, the um, couple we didn't mention: Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers looks to be healthy. Two and a half point uh, favorites on the road at the Redskins, who were everybody's darling coming into this weekend and absolutely shit the bed against the Colts. Uh, any key takeaways from that game? And do you think Washington gets a bounce back win here against the Packers? Yeah. Uh, if Rodgers is healthy, that's not enough points, even on the road. Mm-hmm. The Redskins, they do have a nice edge rush, but. Boy, they showed some glaring weaknesses today. What were some not, of the facts today? It's not what, was, every, what were your takes of takeaways? I was high on them too. And then I just, I absolutely went the other way and I said, I want to back Indy. And then I couldn't pull the trigger because I saw so many people, you know, backing, backing the Redskins. And it's, it's not every week that you get to play the Cardinals like that. That's a, that's an adage we're going to use through this, I guess, through this whole season. I'm trying it's to find every week. Uh, you get to play the bills either. As we learned with the Ravens. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no it's you're lucky to back them. So I wanted to find this stat. Oh yeah. The Redskins outgained the Colts by 50 yards. They had the same yards per play. They just weren't efficient. They weren't getting it done when it mattered. They took a couple big sacks they they just couldn't convert into touchdowns. They're always just everything. Like I don't want to use the word clutch, but they just weren't getting it done when it mattered. And even and here their third down efficiency five of fifteen. Oh, That's yeah. gonna be a big problem. I don't rate the Colts' defense super high. You should be converting at higher than 33%. I think that's the biggest takeaway from that one. And, and that does go along with the it's intangible. It's not something you can quantify or even hardly handicap, really. But the clutch, the clutch part of it, like it just it just wasn't it wasn't there. And I think they even won the turnover battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they picked them twice. They picked luck twice, and they only lost one fumble. So you win yeah. the turnover battle. You win the yardage battle. And you lose the third down battle by that much, and you're going to lose by 12. Yeah, it's three scores to three scores, three touchdowns to three field goals. It's yeah, crazy. Red, zone, red zone efficiency, 0 and 2, and they let the Colts go three for three in the red zone. I mean, that's kind of the story of that game. It just, even without those stats, like it just felt that way. They just didn't get anything done when it mattered, which a lot of that scheme, play calling, and I mean, is it like last time when we, or last week, when last year, when we got too excited over Alex Smith too soon? Yeah, I guess it could be. It's possible. Um, He's still still a good quarterback, but I don't know. I mean, what do you, did you watch any of that one? I was flipping back and forth. I didn't catch it. I didn't see much. I I was, I was on the ender in that one and I was just kind of keeping an eye on when they were in some scoring situations and it didn't look like they were neither offense really to me looked like they were clicking very significantly. I was impressed, I guess, that that Colts came away with 21 points and it's all said and done, but, uh, it was, uh, it was not a particularly compelling game. Uh, good under bet though. Um, okay. Well, uh, there was, I think we talked about them all except for the Thursday night, uh, showdown. 
<laughs> your unfeated Cleveland Browns, three-point chalk at home against the Jets. Uh, I'm going to get in line and back the Jets to win this game, I think. Uh, I don't think that the Browns get their first win in like 18 months. What do you think? It's in Cleveland, right? Yeah. Jets, Jets, uh, Jets were in a super terrible spot against the Browns last year when they played these guys. Uh, they still managed to get a win. Uh, I think uh, Darnold and company uh, kind of fell back to earth today. Uh, they lost that game 20 to 12. Uh, but boy, was that kind of, uh, uh, you know, bad, uh, bad luck kind of, I felt like on the part of the Jets. Uh, they should have scored some points at the end of the first half. Have they have a crazy uh, fumble timeout situation uh, where the clock runs out on them when they have the ball on the two yard line? Um, they get a brilliant turnover uh, from the Dolphins in the red zone. Uh, turn around the next play, and uh, Darnold throws a pick in the end zone. I think a couple of different bounces in that game, and the Jets are in that, and they're more competitive. I think the Jets as a team are closer to a good team that we saw on Monday night than they are the sloppy team we saw today against the Dolphins. So I'm probably going to get in line here on the money line with the Jets. Um, what would you What would you line that total at? Uh, 43, maybe. It just popped at 39. What? No. Yes. 39? That's ludicrous. That's really low. That's too low. I'm going to hit that right now. Um, Especially because Terod Taylor, you go back and look at Terod Taylor versus the Jets. They've had some absolute barn burner blow. You know, <laughs> they're just in scoring, scoring. Yeah, we're, we're seeing, seeing totals popping here. The Chiefs Chiefs went up to 55 now. Oh, the Bucks, the Bucks did open in 51. Uh, Saints Falcons, 53 and a half. That sounds about right. Bills Vikings, 40 and a half. Whew. So we're gonna. Yeah. So the the Vikings are seventeen point favorites with a forty yeah. and a half total. Oh my god! So the Bills team total that's, is gonna be like tight. 14, 13? What's the Bills team total gonna be like? Thirteen. It'll oh be twenty point two five minus eight point five. Eleven and three quarters. So that, you know <laughs> you line it at twelve and a half. I don't know. Do they get there? Even the Vikings team total is gonna be you know. 20 bettable yeah bettable number 20 or excuse me 20 plus 8 28 yeah Oof, i mean yeah, the impact, yeah when guys quitting on your team at halftime in the locker room that's not good for your defense um yeah it was a wild sunday between the weird ass tie you had uh fitz magic looking like a pimp and then uh, yeah a guy retired at halftime super weird I'm gonna, stuff i'm gonna skip the jets here and just back the over 39 and a half get the hell out of here that's crazy yeah. Yeah, I just hit that's that. crazy. I'm just gonna bet that over. Uh, okay, only other bet that I'm gonna get in here, I guess, is Baltimore. Give me Baltimore before it gets to six. Uh, that thing's gonna go up. Uh, so I'll take Baltimore minus five and a half. Uh, boy, God, it's tempting to want to take the Bears, but we haven't seen them play yet, so it's can't do it. It's actually dropped down to five off five and a half now. Oh, which was which one? Baltimore the Bears. Or Bears. No, the Bears. Bears is down to five. Okay, so maybe waiting no. for that sign. Yeah, I, mean, I expect I'm, I'm on the Bears tomorrow night. Let's cap Monday real quick. Here's well, here's here's a quick line that um, one of those is kind of like the Niners game. Like 
do you hit it now or do you wait? We got Dallas versus the Seahawks. Seahawks are three point home favorites. They both teams have yet to play. Do we see something out of the Cowboys? Do we see anything out of the Seahawks over the next two nights? I think this is going to be a battle of own two teams, don't you? It's yeah. Possible. I mean, we don't really know. Dallas could win. They could be. They can beat the Giants tonight. But uh, this could be two own two teams. Ooh, God! Seattle's home opener. Uh, loser leaves town. Man, I'm probably gonna skip this one. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's not something I want to get involved with right now. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay. So any expectations for tonight? You going under, you said? Yeah, I'll just tag along with everybody in a little Sweet. under for under 42. Nothing Sweet. major. Uh, uh, and on Monday tomorrow night. We both, tomorrow we both like the Bears. Yeah, I got them at three and a half even money. It's up to five right now at minus 110. Uh, total sitting pretty steady at 43. Bears team totals 24. Seahawks is 19. Mm. I don't really think I'd like to get involved in either of those. Uh, what's his face? Russell Wilson turned a blocking tight end into a Hall of Famer last week. <laughs> I, Not happening ner- again. Yeah, nervous about that, but this is a better defense. I mean, I, I saw they won. Denver won tonight, but their defense still has some holes. Wagner's out. KJ Wright is out. It's the travel spot, the Bears. In Travis prime time, yeah, yeah, I wish this was a. I wish this would have been a noon game today. I'd put my kids on this one, <laughs> but yeah, the, in the travel spots, yeah, I know, and the, man. And then you know the injuries, KJ Wright, and what was the other one? Yeah, Wagner's out too. Well, oh yeah, both of the Jesus. That's like yeah, both besides, both the guys. Besides Earl Thomas, that's like their whole defense so it is it is it is it is and you know the the tried and true angle of fade the back-to-back roadies week two uh went one and one today uh tennessee comes through texas texans were on back-to-back and they flopped uh kansas city was on back-to-back and they were fine uh the kansas city should have covered that spread like they should have won that game by double digits the fact that it was even a one score game is kind of crazy to me um but uh what are you gonna do the Kansas City Chiefs. Mahomes, your MVP after two weeks? You can't leave him out of there. He's got like nine touchdowns, 10 <laughs> touchdowns. I don't know how many. It's a lot. It's crazy, man. He's on pace for what? Uh, what's what's uh, nine times eight? 72? <laughs> I guess he's 72 touchdowns from Patrick Mahomes. Boy, that was a prop. When I, we did Prop Palooza, they said, will the regular season touchdown record get beat? It's on pace. It's on notice. It is on notice. You got two teams atop the FC West at 2-0 with Denver and Kansas City. That's shaping up to be a pretty cool race. Chargers 1-1. One one. That's going to be great. Raiders 0-2. Oh Smell you later. Uh, they are going to be struggling to get some momentum down in Oaktown. Um, boy, this is wild. Some wild standings. I love this. This is great. Uh, okay. Two elimination games on tap prime time. We got, uh, Cowboys, uh, Giants, both looking to get their first win. And then Monday night, we're both back in the bears. Uh, let's see, uh, let's see the bears get a little momentum here. Uh, finish the job that they couldn't get finished last Sunday night. Uh, pull off a victory against, uh, the previously, uh, the previously impressive Seahawks who, now look to be in a transition down year. Um, let's wrap this up, man. Good job. I thought so. I thought this was great. So what? If, what have you? If you only got, uh, you've got the under tonight, and you've got the Bears tomorrow. Yeah, 
Yep. So yep. Me and too. as far as week three, I've grabbed Baltimore five and a half and the over 39 in uh, the Jets Browns on Thursday. Same and same. And then I did grab some bears because I don't care. Oh, you're going bears without even seeing them on Monday. I like that. Yeah. Okay. I think I don't think it's going to be so bad that I can't buy out of it if I want to. It's like, you know, if like Trubisky breaks his neck or something. Yeah. And you know what? I'm on Twitter and the mill likes the bears too with this. Right. system. So there yes. we go. Perfect. All right. All right. Well, we will, yeah, we'll talk again in the middle of the week to break down the actual entire slate. Once we get around to it. Good job. And we'll, you know, we'll have a guest. I can't. As always. Perfect. All right. All right well, yeah. bye-bye.